What's going on, family and friends? Great to be back with you. Lots of things in our world will tell us to suppress how we feel, but it's actually okay to feel. This is episode number 40 of the Keep Reading Podcast. Here we go! Welcome to the Keep Reading Podcast, where we talk about real life and share real hope, one conversation at a time. My name is Jimmy Akers, and it's a pleasure to have the opportunity to share with you from this side of the microphone to your ears, whether you got headphones in, you're at work, you're driving, listening through speakers, however you are consuming this podcast, thank you so much for joining us today. I don't take this opportunity for granted to have the opportunity to be able to share with you and for you to actually be taking the time to listen. We definitely want to add value to your life. The Keep Breathing Podcast want to give you a moment to breathe yourself and hopefully, hopefully add enough value to your life with our time together today that we can be a breath of fresh air in your week. So thank you so much again for joining us. And this topic today, we're talking about it's okay to feel. I shared this thought about a week and a half ago and then reshared it a couple of weeks ago. And it's applicable to this season of life that we find ourselves in in here in Southwest Florida. But this is true for all of us all over the place. And after I posted that, I got a ton of messages. And they were coming from everywhere, email, text messages, Facebook, Instagram messages, not just from Florida folks, but a lot of people that struggle in this area for all kinds of reasons. And so we're going to talk about that for a few minutes today. And I got a couple of thoughts, uh, even from Scripture, to help us process that. Before we jump into that, I just want to say thank you for listening. Thank you for following along. It's so great trying to keep with this weekly podcast, especially in this season of life right now with everything we got going on down here and recovering from the hurricane. There's a lot going on, but I still feel compelled that this is something that God's called me to do. I'm trying to be faithful and to steward that well. And this is something I've been processing, like I said, for about a week and a half. And I, I was like, man, I need, to, I need to talk about this a little bit more and just kind of break it down. Just some things that I feel like God's showing me with this and some ways that maybe this can add value to your life as well, regardless of what season you may find yourself in. And so, yeah, so we're excited about that. If you haven't already done so, would love for you to rate and review this, especially on the iTunes platform, the algorithm there for podcast, and whatever platform you have, if it gives you the opportunity to do that, that would be amazing. Share it with your friends. If you want to join us, if you want to help us out in this journey of sharing hope one conversation at a time with more people, go to don'tdolifealone.com, click on missions. You can do a one-time gift or join us as a monthly missions partner. Thank you so much for being along for the ride. So let's go ahead and jump into this today. I'm going to actually share what I wrote the other day. I shared this online, and I'm going to kind of uh, expand this thought, but I'll go ahead and share what I wrote, and this will be a good intro to today. Let's jump into it. We were given our emotions to help us process and heal, and it's okay to feel frustrated, tired, and overwhelmed, and sad. But it's also okay to feel hopeful, encouraged, and thankful for the generosity of others, the kindness of a stranger, and the community coming together. Some are still fighting to survive while others are trying to rebuild. It's okay to grieve and mourn, and some are struggling because they lost everything. Others are struggling because they lost hardly anything. It's also okay to be heartbroken, but hopeful for better days ahead. Don't dismiss how you feel. It matters too. So much lost in the midst of so much potential. 
Keep breathing, friends. God is not finished with your story. It's okay to feel. So I want to share some things with you. In the book of Ecclesiastes, it starts out in chapter 3, beginning in verse 1, and some of you may recognize this from a song that used to be sung back in the day. There is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. So we have this thought process that goes right into the heart of what we're talking about today when it comes to our emotions. There's a time for everything. And I'm just going to read one verse, and you can go read Ecclesiastes chapter 3, but I'm going to read one verse that I feel like specifically uh, kind of targets what we're talking about today. In verse number 4, it says, There's a time to weep, and a time to laugh, and a time to mourn, and a time to dance. And regardless of where you're at and what season you may find yourself in, you may be in one of those stages. And maybe some of the other stages doesn't make sense. Whenever I preach a funeral, I actually talk about that this is a big part of processing the loss of someone that you love, that it's okay to be joyful and thinking about them and the memories that you have while also being heartbroken. It's just a natural part of the process of grieving and processing loss. But the problem is a lot of us don't ever fully process it. And so I don't have an answer for everything that you may be feeling, but I just want to give you some encouragement today and maybe even give some of you permission to let you know that it's okay for you to feel. And a lot of people don't feel like that's okay because other people have told them to suck it up. Other people have told them to get over it. Other people have told them it's time to move on. And maybe some of that's true, right? Maybe there are some things that we're holding on to and we need to, but not just get over it. We may have to process it in a healthy way. I remember when I was uh, walking through my divorce from my previous life, and uh, there's a guy named Dr. Henry Cloud, and I've recommended his book, Boundaries, to probably hundreds of people. I've given away so many copies, I can't even tell you. Um, He's a brilliant thinker and a speaker into this space with people and relationships and in boundaries, but he has a book called Necessary Endings. And man, it was really um, helpful for me. And I'll just kind of give you the premise. The book is super thick. I ended up getting the audio book because I knew I would get lost and never finish it. Um, He's a very deep, scientific thinker. But he also breaks it down. But you just got to stay along for the ride. But I will sum up the takeaway that I took from Necessary Endings and how this can apply to this. And maybe because there are different seasons. And one of the things he talked about was us metabolizing different things. And what he meant by that, and he kind of gave this thought of metabolizing things, he talked about our bodies, and he talked about the way that we were made to process food and water and liquids that go into our body. That the way that we were made with intelligent design was that when we put food or drinks in our body, that our body will metabolize those things. And what that means is it will take the good things, it will take the nutrients, it will take the vitamins, it will take the the healthy things that we need to apply to our body, and it will separate them from the waste, and then eventually our body processes the waste out. And God made us like that. And it's a pretty incredible process, and a lot of times because of poor choices or because of, of, you know, whatever genetic issues in our health, our body may not process things correctly. And that, that's true for a lot of people. We have all these different things, and I'm just convinced it's our food. We have very 
uh, low quality food, especially in packaged things. And we've done a lot of things, and I say we, the world, to make food last longer on shelves. And we put a lot of chemicals and things that we eat and drink and consume. And so it has done harm to our bodies. So we don't always process things in a healthy way. Uh, and that's true emotionally too. That's true when it comes to hard seasons, hard situations, and loss. But the thing is, is that God can help us to met- metabolize, essentially take the good and let go of the rest. There's actually a passage of Scripture that speaks to this. It's referring to spiritual things here, but this is true, I think, when it comes to natural, physical, emotional things in our life too. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, beginning in verse number 21, it says, Test all things, but hold fast to what is good, right? So that's this concept of metabolizing is that there is a process that God designed our bodies to take stuff, to consume it, and once we consume it, then to metabolize it, to separate it, to apply it, apply the good things, the healthy things, and then to let the rest process out. And the truth is that sometimes uh, we can create issues by trying to stop the processing out. Well, a lot of us are walking around with a lot of things in our hearts and our minds that have never been processed out. We've never fully separated the good from the bad, and we've just held on to both. And the truth is, is that that makes it difficult. That makes it hard. And there are a lot of people that step into eternity with a lot of undealt with issues. But that's the thing about today, and that's the thing about this thought of that it's okay for you to feel because this is a part of the process. And according to Ecclesiastes chapter 3, there is a time for everything and a season for every activity under heaven. I can tell you again, one example, again, from my divorce, there's this program called Divorce Care. And I recall being in the program when people had just walked through it. And I walked through it, but I wanted to process it. I did not want to wait around. But there are some people that aren't ready to do that right away. And I remember there being people that had just walked in and their spouse had just left them or their divorce was just finalized and they come in for one of the sessions and they just had to leave. They just, it was just too soon for them. And that's okay. And I'm not trying to rush anybody to do anything here. I just want to give you permission to breathe because God already did. He's letting you breathe physically, but he also wants to let you breathe emotionally and spiritually. And so that's the thing. Part of processing this stuff in a healthy way, there's a lot of ways to do it. You can go to groups, you can go to recovery meetings, you can go to counseling. There's a lot of things that we do in our life to self-medicate intentionally to not to, to not want to process this, to not want to deal with this in a healthy way. And so I just want to, again, encourage you and maybe give you space, maybe because other people have told you you need to get over it. Maybe other people have told you that you, what you're feeling is not right or it's time to let that thing go. And maybe there's some truth to that, but it's also okay for you to feel. And so I just want to talk through that a little bit more. And, and the thing is, is that we see here in Scripture, there are so many things that we see in Scripture, and I, I could share a thousand verses uh, to apply this. But the reason why we have verses that speak to these things in our life, so 1 Peter 5, 7 is a great example. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. That's what God's saying. <laughs> Cast all of your anxiety on him. because. Now, why is it saying that? It's saying that because he knows we're going to feel anxious. He knows that we're going to feel that. And so he wants us to give that to him. So again, it's okay for you to feel. 
Understand this, though, even in some of those feelings, sometimes God always makes a way for us, for us to come to him, right? He will always take us as we are, but he loves us too much to leave us that way. Okay, he loves us too much to leave us that way. But we see this all throughout. Again, here's Philippians 4. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by, and by every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. Now, here's the thing. He's recognizing we're going to deal with this. But he's saying, take it and give it to him. And then here's the exchange. And this is what I want to get to to close out this podcast episode. Here's the exchange. And if you do this, if you will take every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, presenting those things to God, here is the exchange. And the peace of God which transcends all understanding. Another translation of that is that that goes beyond our own understanding. So the peace of God that doesn't make sense, right, when we're dealing with natural things in our life, the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your mind in Christ Jesus. Now here's the thing. That should be the end. But no, God recognizes that we are really good at picking this stuff back up. We might bring it to the table to give to him, but then we leave with it in our hands. So then he goes on to say this, and the Apostle Paul, when he wrote this, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me and seen in me, put into practice. And here's the exchange again. This is in Philippians 4, verse 9. And the God of peace will be with you. The God of peace. Jesus is our Prince of Peace. So when it doesn't make sense, when it, it needs to surpass all of our understanding, that's who he is. Again, 1 Peter 5, 7, we can cast all of our anxiety on him. Why is he telling, that? telling us that? Because he knows that we're going to have it. And again, a really hard week of work this week, serving people, processing things, and crying with people, praying with people. And I've heard so many people say things like, well, I lost this, but it's nothing compared to this person or nothing compared to this group of people. Or so many people have struggled with so many more things than me. And the truth is, is that's true. And all of us can say that in our life. Well, I lost this, but I didn't lose this. And somebody always has it worse than you. But that doesn't mean that you should dismiss that. That doesn't mean that you should dismiss how you feel. It doesn't mean that how you feel it doesn't matter, and it definitely matters when it comes to God because here's the thing, friend, regardless of what hat you wear in your life, whether you're a spouse, whether you're a friend, whether you're a parent, whether you're a niece or a nephew or a cousin or a brother or a sister, or regardless of what role you wear in your neighborhood, in your community, at your job, your most important role is that you're God's son or you're God's daughter, and he loves you. He loves you ridiculously. But again, it's okay to feel. And I believe God's word gives us permission to do that. I want to encourage you to walk in that. And maybe you can't stay there forever. And yes, God gives us other emotions too. Like, yeah, we can cry and we can feel down and, and, and we can be tired. And all of those things that God gave us of our bodies for a reason. We even see Jesus processing emotions. Even though he knew he was going to get Lazarus back up from the dead. That it says that when Lazarus, when he heard that he had died and he saw people he loved you know, grieving, it says that Jesus himself wept. So, so God even, the Son of God is processing emotions in that way, right? Why? Because 
He loved us, and he created us in his image, and he gave us those things. Now, those things can be deceptive sometimes, right? But we still, we can process it. But here's the thing. We might not stay there forever. God has some other things to do in our life, but he wants us to know that he loves us and that it's okay to feel, but then it's also okay to surrender those things back into his hands. And that's what I want to share this thought with you before I close out today. And if you're if you're hanging with me thus far, thank you so much. You know somebody else that's processing this and, and needs to hear this. Go ahead and share it with them. But here's the thing. So many people, I mean, I've been getting hundreds of messages a day for the last two and a half weeks since the hurricane happened. And a lot of them are from people in our area that need help or they know somebody needs help or they're trying to ask for guidance or wisdom. And so many people are just like, I don't have time for this, right? Like God gave us fight or flight so that we can handle things. <laughs> you know, we, we got to get out of dodge. You know, he gave us that. but We can't live in fight mode all the time. We can't. Eventually it's going to wear you down. Sometimes you're going to have to breathe. And you're going to have to feel. And, you know, the thing is a lot of times we don't want to. We don't want to have to process those things. But here's the thing, friend. God can bring healing to you. He can bring healing to you. And I heard somebody say this a long time ago, and I think it's true. You know, when you lose somebody that you love, it doesn't necessarily get easier, but you get stronger. And that's true. But you get stronger. Part of you being stronger is you actually processing it in a healthy way to recognize that you may not be able to go back. There are some things that you cannot change, but moving forward, your response can be healthier to certain things. And I want to leave you with this thought. Now, Isaiah 61.3, there's this thing here, and there's a song a long time ago. I think it was Crystal Lewis. When I was a teenager, I remember her having this song where basically she sang part of this verse talking about God giving us beauty for ashes. And I just want to, I want to just share this thought with you in Isaiah 61.3. And it says, and to provide for those who grieve in Zion. So talk about grieving right there. To bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, and the oil of joy instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair or spirit of heaviness. And here's what I want to say to you today. I don't know what, what you're dealing with. I don't know what heaviness you're carrying. I don't know what you may be mourning. Maybe you haven't even had time to do that yet, but you've suffered a tremendous loss Maybe it was you because of this hurricane. Maybe it was another storm in your life previously, emotional, relational, financial, social, whatever. Um, maybe you haven't even started to process the loss. God can still make an exchange. He's still doing this work. And he can still give you beauty for ashes. And he can still give you joy for mourning. And he can still exchange a garment of praise for a spirit of despair or a spirit of heaviness. And I got some interviews coming up this week. I'm going to be sharing with you over the next couple of weeks of some people that are going to share some stories of their life that speak directly into this area and how they've been processing some of those things in their own life. But I just want to, I just want to pray for you right now before we close out. Thank you for listening. Share this with someone else that needs to hear this message, that it's okay to feel. God, I thank you for my brother. I thank you for my sister that's listening to this right now, Lord. I thank you so much that you are still an ever-present help in times of trouble, that you are still close to the brokenhearted. 
And God, I thank you that you still make an exchange of beauty for ashes. God, I thank you so much for the way that you can take the heaviness that we're carrying and give us peace. Make that exchange for a garment of praise. I pray for those that will be listening to this, especially those that are walking through a difficult season right now. God, that you would be God in their life in a capacity maybe they've never stepped into before, that they would come to understand a place of surrender maybe they haven't gone to before. God, that they can just lean into you and trust you even with their deepest pain and despair. God, there's nothing too hard for you and your shoulders are big enough to carry even our struggles, our doubt, our frustration, our anger. God, we can give all of those things to you. Thank you, God, that you will take the anxiety that we carry because you care for us. So God, I speak peace and wholeness and healing. Lord, my brothers and sisters right now, in Jesus' name, God, I thank you for it. We pray all these things. Amen. Bless your friends. Thank you so much for listening. Regardless of what you're walking through, keep breathing. Until next time, God bless you. It's okay to feel.